You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. I don't know if you guys have seen SmackDown tonight, but what a wild night it was. Not only do we have new double tag team champions, but Naomi and Sasha Banks have now been buried by WWE. Now, if you've been paying attention to what happened this past week on Monday Night Raw, then you know that Sasha Banks and Naomi have walked out, leaving their tag team titles on the desk of John Laurinaitis. And... They now have a lot of heat backstage, apparently, by not only superstars, but WWE officials. A lot of people have their opinions on this. Some side with Sasha Banks and Naomi, while others think it was disrespectful what they've done. Apparently, the reason for walking out was because they didn't like the creative decision in the match that they were booked. They were supposed to be booked for a match, a triple uh, three-way match to determine the number one contender for the women's championship. Apparently, from what I've read... Sasha Banks does not like how they're being represented as tag team champions. And she took out her frustrations. And she vented. And, you know, basically stuck up for herself. Now, this didn't go over well with the officials. Naomi followed Sasha Banks. Apparently, this is how it went. Naomi um, basically just followed what Sasha did, and they walked out. Yes, this is a big deal. But for the fact 
that WWE buried them tonight on commentary is wild. And they buried them this past Monday too. So WWE is not taking this lightly. And it is now being reported that Sasha and Naomi will be suspended. And at WWE's next event, Class of Champions, there will be new women's champions. There will be a big tag team event to determine a new women's champion. So for those who think that this is potentially a work, I don't believe so. I don't think it's a work. I I think this is legit. This definitely seems like it's legit. And I, I did hear before that Naomi was rumored to be a part of the bloodline with the Usos and Roman Reigns. And with her being suspended and all this heat she has now, this doesn't look good. It doesn't look like Naomi would get that type of push. And apparently this isn't Sasha Banks' first time walking out. And from what I've read, there is more heat on Sasha than there is Naomi. I don't know if this is to be true. But but because they buried both Naomi and Sasha, it makes me think that there's an equal amount of heat on both of them. Now, I, I get it. Sasha's frustrated. But I also see the other side where you don't want to have that reputation of being hard to work with. Now, from what we've all read, we don't know if it's true. Because you know the dirt sheets. They jump to stories like this. Sasha didn't want to work with two female competitors that she previously worked with before. Now, if this is true, then I, th- I think it would be kind of silly because if she's worked with these two women that she didn't want to work with before and singles matches, then why would she make a big deal about it now? And... You don't want to have that reputation of being hard to work with. As Ric Flair said it best, Ric Flair was the type of person that even when he didn't want to do something, he did it. Because Ric Flair did not want to have that reputation of being difficult to work with. And in a company like WWE, you have to look at it like that you know they are so quick to release superstars nowadays you could potentially be next and it has also been reported that Naomi and Sasha Banks contracts are soon to be up I think Sasha Banks I I believe 
from what I've read, has only three months on her contract. So they could have their contracts frozen and just release them both soon. And with them, WWE, with them having a new tournament and everything to determine new women's tag team champions makes me think that we won't see Sasha Banks in a WWE ring again. We won't see Naomi in a ring again. That they could potentially be done with WWE altogether. I mean, as silly as it is for something like this to happen, I also understand Sasha Banks and Naomi's frustrations, like I said. They were sticking up for themselves. They don't like how they're being represented as tag team champions. Makes total sense. Because when you look at the women's division, the tag team division, especially on the main roster, there ain't much to talk about. The tag teams, they're throwing this woman with this woman, this woman with this woman. That's how it's been for the last couple of years. And I do believe that Sasha Banks and Naomi should be represented a lot better. But I also see the other side too, so I'm kind of on the fence about this whole situation. Because I, I see it from both sides. Now, if WWE, Naomi, and Sasha resolve this conflict, that would be great for not only Naomi and Sasha, but WWE as well. Because a big talent like Sasha Banks could potentially go to AEW. And Naomi, you know, could do the same. Who knows? Because these are both talented females. Now, WWE, they could keep them out of fear that they will sign with AEW. And they could just keep them, you know, on the main roster. But further down the mid-card, if that makes sense. They could just keep be, they could just keep being pushed down the card as time goes on. So I could definitely see that happening. I I could see Sasha and Naomi never wrestling in WWE again. I could see them going to AEW. Or WWE keeps them, but then they get pushed down further down the card. They are no longer main eventers. They are no longer title holders. So those are the two scenarios I see happening. And like I said, this is a split um, deal. You know, there's people that support them. There's people that don't support them. From what I've read, there's not a lot of people in WWE that support them. But there is a lot of support coming from people outside of WWE. Like Dax Harwood. Dax Harwood who wrestled for WWE in the Revival, which is now FTR, he he showed his report, support for Sasha. He showed gratitude. 
And like I said, as silly as it is for them to walk out, you don't want to have that reputation to excuse me, you don't want to have that reputation of being hard to work with. Because WWE, they can release you any minute. That's just how they work nowadays. We've seen all these superstars get released within the last year. And you got to think that Sasha and Naomi, while they may not feel they're being respected as champions, they're in a pretty good position. Yes, they were asked to be a part of the main event. They may have not liked who they work with. But you still have to think, they are the women's champions. They're in a better spot than most people in the women's division. Because when you look at the women's division, like I said, it's not much to look at. Unless it's for... You know, the WWE Women's Championship division, not the tag team division. The tag team division, I don't even think is being talked about right now. Unless you are Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch, or Charlotte Flair, I don't think WWE even cares about the women's division. Because the women's division is centered around those three. And now they've added Asuka in the mix. Which is just a matter of time before Asuka gets pushed down in the women's division like we've seen before. Maybe put in another tag team. So who exactly knows what's going to happen? I guess we'll have to see at their next event. But for those thinking this is a work, I, I don't believe it's a work at all. I think this is legit. I think it's real. And... we're probably going to have new women's champions at the next event. But in other news, guys, if you haven't watched SmackDown tonight, Matt Riddle was injured. He had gotten hurt during the RK Bro and Uso SmackDown main event. There was a spot in the match where, where Matt Riddle had hit the corner turnbuckle and fell and the doctor rushed in to check on Riddle on commentary they said he had a bruised hip and he was able to continue whenever this all went down we seen the, the doctor rush into the ring and it had me thinking you know is this a work is this legit but then after the doctor rushed into the ring they they cut to commercial break completely like so you knew that it was legit um which I didn't think that he'd be able to continue I thought this whole main event would have been scrapped but luckily Matt Riddle seems to be okay and he was able to continue the main event fully they did not win the unification match the Usos come out on top with a win because of interference by Roman Reigns I am actually surprised that they 
you know, did this whole main event. I expected to I expected this match to end in some sort of disqualification with Roman Reigns getting involved. Because you know how WWE is nowadays, they hype up main events only for them to get spoiled by some type of interference or disqualification or something. So I I, I did expect, you know, some type of interference by Roman Reigns or something. Um but I did not expect this match to actually have a winner. I expected them to save this match for a later date. You know, Hell in a Cell is coming up in a, f- a, sh- a few short weeks. I expected them to, you know, drag this out a few weeks and do it, have the match at Hell in a Cell. But they actually surprised me tonight, and they had the match tonight. The match itself, I, I, do, I do feel they could have done more for as much as they hyped it up about. I mean, throughout throughout the whole night of SmackDown, they hyped this like it was a huge main event, and it is, but they hyped this matchup like this is going to be such a good main event, and it's a not-miss main event. I mean, throughout the night, they just hyped this up and hyped it up, and I just I felt that they could have done more in this match. Um when this match first came on, they had about maybe 15, 20 minutes to work. And then there was a commercial break before the match even started. And uh, I I just, I felt they could have done more. You know, when you think of the Usos and you think of RK Bro, Matt Riddle, Randy Orton, you think this match is going to be a banger, you know, this, you, this match is going to be really good. And when you look at the match they had a backlash with, the Usos, RK-Bro, you know, and Roman Reigns, that triple threat match, well, McIntyre as well, sorry, I forgot about him. You would think that the match they had tonight would be just as good. I, I felt that this match was kind of a fluke a little bit. You know, they they could have done more, and I'm hoping, well, I kind of figured that we'll see more in Hell in a Cell, that they will have some type of match, maybe another rematch, unification match for all the belts. I do think if they have it in Hell in a Cell, in the actual cell, that the match itself will be a great match and we could potentially, you know, ha- have a good main event, have a good match. Not not main event in general, but, well, honestly, it could be the main event. I take that back. It could be the main event because... Roman Reigns is not being advertised for Hell in a Cell at all. And there hasn't been any indication that he will defend his title at Hell in a Cell. Assuming that they are saving McIntyre and Reigns for a later date. McIntyre is supposed to return next week, so maybe they could start up a feud. I don't actually know. Um, But the way things are looking now... We could get, you know, the Usos versus RK-Bro inside Hell in a Cell. Hopefully. And if that match happens, like I said, I, I feel like they will blow the roof off that place. I, I feel like it's going to be a great match. And it could be the match of the night, depending on the rest of the card. What the rest of the card looks like. You know, what matches are on there. Um, but who knows? But I kind of like this storyline. Like, I like it better with the Usos and the Bloodline 
and RK Bro and Roman Reigns. I do like the storyline. I am glad that McIntyre is not involved in any way. It's not that I don't like Drew McIntyre. It's just I like him better as a as a heel and not a baby face. I just to me just takes all the excitement out of the matches. Like I, I've said before, and I said this a couple episodes ago. I said that, you know, at WrestleMania Backlash when they had the six-man match, I I think that adding Drew McIntyre was kind of, you know, made it less exciting. Even though that was a good match, I feel like even if it was just, you know, Roman Reigns and the Usos versus RK Bro and somebody else, I feel like it would have been a better match. Like I said, I'm not taking nothing away from Drew McIntyre. I just, I like him better as a heel I I don't feel like he's over enough as a babyface. I I really don't. And I feel like he was way more over as a heel. I feel like he's just the type of guy to be hated. I, I just, I don't know. That's just me. So it's, to me, it's definitely, um, it's, it's definitely a good storyline. I am glad to see where this goes. Because I am a fan of RK, bro. I like what they're doing. I like that Randy Orton's having a good time. You can tell he's having a great time. Matt Riddle's doing his thing. The Usos in the bloodline. Such a great stable. You know, they're doing so well. And the Usos winning tonight just solidifies that they could be on the road to being one of the greatest tag teams ever. And having Roman Reigns alongside the Usos are finally getting the recognition they deserve. I, you know, when the Usos first debuted, I I always known they'd be a great tag team. I was a fan of the Usos before they even got a big push. So seeing this big push they're getting, I think it's great. You know, they're they're doing their thing. It's going well. And like I said, I love this bloodline stable. It kind of reminds you of like the old mafia. They look like a mafia. <laughs> you know, it's even their t-shirt, the bloodline, when you look at that, they look like mafia members. If you look at the t-shirt. And having Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman, one of the best managers in pro wrestling today, having him side by side by Roman Reigns, it couldn't get no better. Paul Heyman is great on the mic. Roman Reigns, we've seen him improve on the mic. Toward before, if you remember, Roman Reigns struggling on the mic with promos. And now when Roman Reigns gets on the mic, he cuts a solid promo. He doesn't even have to say three words, but acknowledge me. So he's definitely improved on on promos as well. You know, when he first turned heel... I didn't know how his promos would go, but he's doing he's doing great. Having Paul Heyman there is even better. So they're doing they're doing their thing. But in other news, guys, if you haven't heard the news recently, 
Ric Flair is coming out of retirement to wrestle again. Now, I don't know how many of you feel about this. Yes, he's older. Some of you probably think he has no business being in the ring. But I, for one, am excited about this. I cannot wait for Ric Flair to return. Um, Because you look at it this way, guys. Ric Flair is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And having Ric Flair back for one more match, it it just it, it seems so fun, just to see what he can do even at his age. So, I I know that the commissioners, the state commissioners, trying to trying to block this match, block Ric Flair from getting his license to wrestle. Um, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat even. Declined a match with Ric Flair. So it is up in the air about who he's going to wrestle. I don't know if he's actually going to wrestle. If they're actually with him. Given his age. But I for one am excited about the Nature Boys return to the ring. For one more match. Even if it is like a five minute match. Or less than that. You know it's just just exciting. The last match he had with Shawn Michaels was, was unforgettable. And I'm sure that a lot of people, you know, if they had it their way, they'd let Ric Flair continue working and wrestling because Ric Flair was that good. Ric Flair, in his time, through the ruthless aggression era, through the attitude era, he, you know, he shined. And he still proved that he can hang with, you know, Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton. Ric Flair, you know, excuse me, Shawn Michaels, um... Guys like that, you know, he's he's had tremendous matches over the years. Even with the likes of Umaga. Um, so I, for one, am excited about a Ric Flair return. Now, he ha- there has been a video of him actually taking bumps in wrestling. This was posted a few weeks ago. I believe it was posted on Twitter or Instagram. I don't remember. But he looks to be in good shape. And if he's going to step in the ring again, that's important. You know, his health is important. His safety is important. Being that he is up there in age, he hasn't wrestled in many, many years. Since WrestleMania, since his last match against Shawn Michaels. So, having him wrestle again, I I think it will be exciting. Because... Think of what a crazy year this has been, guys. You know, CM Punk returns. And now Ric Flair could potentially have another match in a wrestling ring. Now, if you would have told me those two things a few years ago, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have said you're lying. But this... It's it's going to be excellent. It's going to be something to watch. Because it's Ric Flair. One of the greatest of all time. Up there with Bret Hart, Taker, Sean, Triple H, Stone Cold, The Rock. 16-time world champion. 
And if he feels like he has enough for one more match, then let him. Because that shows that he's still passionate about this business. That shows that he still could potentially have it in him. If there was no Ric Flair, there might not have been a John Cena. If there was no Ric Flair, there might not have been a Triple H. If there was no Ric Flair, there might not have been a Ric Flair and the Full Horseman. So, when I say I'm excited, I mean it. But, regardless of where you stand, we'll just have to see what happens. Hopefully, he makes a decent return. And we see the Nature Boy in the ring once again. Now, guys, let's rewind a little bit and go, let's go back to SmackDown. Again, if you haven't watched SmackDown tonight, then you missed the fact that Eli Drake was on SmackDown, but he no longer goes by Eli Drake. He goes by Max Capri. I hope I'm saying that right. Max Coupri. I I I I don't. I feel like I'm not saying that right. I feel like I'm getting his name wrong. I don't know, but just so you know, he's under a new name. He is no longer L.A. Knight. He is Max Capri. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Another name change. I mean, this is ridiculous. We know the guy as Eli Drake. In NXT, we know him as LA Knight. And now magically, he comes to the main roster. And now they give him a new name. Just like they gave Pete Dunne a a new name, and now he is Butch. I mean, it's... It's almost like, wow. And it seems like if they don't give you a new name, they shorten your name. <laughs> you know? Matt Riddle, he was Matt Riddle in NXT, now he's just Riddle. Shotzi Blackheart, I noticed tonight that she is just Shotzi. And I never, this never caught my attention before, but now she is just Shotzi. Walters, now Gunther, I mean... It, <laughs> What is up with the name changes and why? What is the the reason for this? Pete Dunne always accomplished in NXT, now he's Butch. Walter is now Gunther, even though everybody still calls him Walter. And now LA Knight is now a manager named Max Coupri or whatever his name is. Does it make any sense? And if... L.A. Knight is going to be a manager under a new name. Does that mean he won't wrestle again? Does that mean he will stay in the manager role? Because the guy's physique is amazing. I mean, he's good on the mic. He's good in the ring. I would hate to see this guy become a manager. I've watched Eli Drake, a.k.a. L.A. Knight, a.k.a. Matt Coupri, Wrestle in Impact Wrestling. I've watched him in NXT. And 
if he is a manager and just a manager on the main roster, then that is a waste of talent. Because he wrestled all through NXT. So you've seen what he can do. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how to feel about this. I hope that he wrestles because he is so talented. And if he is only a manager and not a wrestler on SmackDown, then that is just a waste of talent. That is a waste of everything he's done in NXT. You know, all that time he spent down there in NXT and everything. That would just be a waste of time. I, I, I don't understand the name change. I don't, I don't understand why they keep doing this. What's the point of it? Why build these characters up just to change them and give them ridiculous names? I mean, Max Max Capri, whatever his name is, that's not ridiculous. But Butch? Pete Dunne is now Butch? I mean, it doesn't make sense. That guy was that guy was great in NXT. I mean, they. <laughs> oh, excuse me, but I'm gonna lost for words. And they only made him Butch just to pair him with Sheamus and Ridge Holland. I mean, it, <laughs> and now you know, Walter is now Gunther, even though he's basically the same character. So if he's, he still has the same character, what's the what's the reason for the name change? And who is behind this? Is it Bruce Pritchard? Because even if you change their names, we're still going to call them by their name. We're still going to know them for their name. It's like it's like they want us to forget their past accomplishments at this point. They want us to forget that L.A. Knight no longer exist, and he is now Max Capri. As if LA Knight has never existed. They want us to forget that Walter ever existed, and he is now Gunther. Even though they changed Elias's name to Ezekiel, you know, Elias's name, I mean, it, it don't make any sense. There was no reason to change Elias's gimmick. He was fine as Elias. Uh, Pete Dunn was fine as Pete Dunn. And now Pete Dunn isn't even in the same character anymore. He's just a guy dressed up like a paper boy. Because that's what he looks like, a, a 1970s paper boy or something. So it's like, it's almost insulting to us fans as wrestling. Because you don't see none of this in NXT. You don't see John Moxley wrestling as John Moxley one week, then John O'Brien the next. You know, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. I know it don't make sense, but it's just for an example. Or Dan Housen wrestling as Dan Housen one week and then 
under his real name the next week. You know, it's just... When I say this is the reason we watch AEW, why I care more about AEW, this is why. Because of the stupidity that WWE does. It's like it's insulting to fans. Because they don't explain the reason for the name changes. Like, like why is Pete Dunne Butch? Because we as fans all know him as Pete Dunne. So what is the reason for the name change? They explained Elias's name changed. I mean, well, he, I guess he's not Elias. He's Ezekiel Elias, his younger brother. But at least they did that, you know. They acknowledged that he's Elias and changed his name first. Walter is now Gunther. There was no explanation for that. Even Like I said, even though he's basically the same character. I, I, <laughs> um... Now, L.A. Knight is now Max, whatever his name is. It does not make sense. If they're going to change the person's name, at least give them a whole different look. Shave shave their head, put piercings in them, do something, you know. Hell, give them new gear or do something. If I look the same but I change my name... I would still be that same person, but with a different name change. We can we still know that Max Capri is LA Knight. We know, you know, like I said before, they looked exactly the same, but with a different name. You know, <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know the reason behind behind doing things. I don't understand why they're doing it. I wish there was some sort of explanation as to why they're giving all these. Superstars name changes. I wish I had an answer. Because it, it doesn't make any sense. Or why, like, like I said, why are they shortening names? Like Matt Riddle is now Riddle. Okay, why, why aren't we calling him Matt Riddle anymore? Why are we calling him Riddle? Austin Theory is now Theory. Shotzi Blackheart is Shotzi. It's... Maybe it's easier for the commentary team to pronounce this. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's why. But what is the reason for the for the why are they shortening names, you know? It doesn't make sense. It's it's like they're getting lazy. Okay, I don't want to pronounce this superstar's name, so we'll just shorten it. I don't I don't want to pronounce Undertaker's name, so we'll just change his name to Taker, you know, we'll change his name to un- under or whatever. <laughs> you know, it don't it don't make any sense. Hunter Hurts, Helmsley, Triple H, that makes sense. I mean, you know, but I, I don't know. I I don't get it. I don't get the reason behind things. But it is what it is, guys. Um I want to hear your thoughts on this. If you listen to this episode, please let me know your thoughts on what we talked about tonight. Rick Flo wrestling again. Naomi and Sasha walking out. The name changes. I mean, I want to hear your thoughts. So please, if you listen to this episode, please comment below. I'm on Twitter, Facebook. Follow me on Twitter at AustinBoyer25. Let me hear your thoughts, guys. Anyways, thank you for 
<clears throat> excuse me, thank you for listening to tonight's episode. I will be back shortly with a new episode. And we'll talk some more wrestling. Have a good night, guys. God bless. And I should be back within the next week or two with a new episode. Hopefully we hear more about the Naomi and Sasha situation. I'm hoping that we get a little more something next week than hearing commentary bury them like they did. I didn't feel like that was right. I felt like it was immature. But I want to hear your thoughts, you know. I know you guys have different opinions as well. So like I said, follow me on Twitter. You know, or, or shoot me a message on here. There's all, you know, if, if you if you go to anchor.com, you can shoot me a message. And leave me a voice message or whatever. I want to hear your thoughts. If you have a podcast, please hit me up and I will give your podcast a shout out. Anyways, guys, have a good night and God bless. And I will see you guys next week. Take care.